You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm your host, John Patch. Joining us from Livingston Animal and Avian Hospital out of Tampa Bay, Florida is... Dr. Suzanne Toper. Here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. The show is produced by none other than the very infamous Mr. Bob Page. Hey, what's going on? What's up, Bobby? You know, lovely day, lovely day. Bobby, we have a special guest joining us today as well. In this hour, we have Peg Silloway. She's the author of a book called The Cat Lover's Book of Days. We're going to be talking with her about uh, a year of cat history, lore, and laughter. So, and we're going to be giving away a couple of the books as well. So if people have questions or stay tuned, I might just give some away. Just by saying, hey, number five call, pay attention to that. you got to call in to Tony Lake, our producer at Business Talk and Lifestyle Talk Radio Networks at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255, and you could be a winner of the book. Well, once again, I'm John Patch. And I'm Dr. Sue Topher. And we want to talk with you at 866-606-8255. 866-606-TALK. You're listening to Talkin' Pets. Pirates fight for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. We kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. We extort, we pilfer, we pilch and sack. Drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. Marauding and bezel and even hijack. Drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. We kindle and char in flame and ignite. Drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. We burn up the city, we're really a fright. Drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. We're rascals, scoundrels, villains, and maids. Is that pirate calling me a hoe? <laughs> no, no. Or is it yo-ho? I know the rest of the world doesn't understand, but, you know. Yeah, I figured we'll fill them in on America. We actually produced a show out of Tampa Bay, Florida, and this is a very famous day for us down here. I heard, actually, that this is the biggest, the third biggest event in the country, which is called Gasparilla, and here in Tampa Bay, where the pirates storm the city and they take away all our women. <laughs> We got Sue, though. <laughs> She's safe. They didn't get me. <laughs> Dr. Safe. Sue is with us. She's protected here at the studio at the Patch Ranch, so you're okay. <laughs> Thank God. No pirates are going to take you away on their ship. <laughs> Thank you, John. But everybody's boozing and getting drunk in downtown Tampa, and there's what? Probably thousands on thousands of people? Oh, easily. A long parade and all the boats in the bay. and Not a great day, though, horrible here in weather. Tampa Bay. It's <laughs> pouring rain and windy, and although... Could be up north. Did you see all that? I did. Missouri, Kansas, I mean, North Carolina hitting with, hit with snow and ice, and it's crazy weather out there. So I don't think we can complain too much about some rain and wind. No, 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 no. No, so, we're okay. And we're all dry here. 
Yes, and we're we safe from the pirates during Gasparilla here in our hometown. So I'm sure people across the country do a lot of different events. But, you know, we have a special guest joining us in this hour. Her name is Peg Silloway. She's the author of a book called The Cat Lover's Book of Days, A Year of Cat History, Lore, and Laughter. I want to welcome her onto the program right now, Peg Silloway. Hey, Peg, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. Hi, Peg. I think we have Peg. Hello, Peg. The pirates have taken Peg away. <laughs> Hi, Peg. How are you? I'm fine. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Wonderful. Hey, I want to uh, I want to introduce you to Dr. Sue Toper. Hi, Peg. Hi, Sue. It's good to meet you. You too. And um, I want to talk about this book, of course, but since we're on the pirate kick, because it is pirate weekend here, basically, in, in our hometown of Tampa Bay, what about, like, with the cat history and stuff like that? What, were cats... Now, you always saw with the pirates that, you know, the pirates had, like, the birds on their shoulders and stuff, but were they were they friendly with cats or no? I, I expect that they did have cats on board. Um, cats are traditionally on sailing ships for, for centuries, really, because they did a terrific job of keeping the vermin down. Exactly. Uh, you had a cat on board. You didn't have rats. You didn't have mice. And your, your stores of grain and so forth were safe. It's, it's interesting. You, you might not know that um, until very recently, I'd say within the last 30 years or so, um, British ships had to have a cat on board. And it's, it's historically very popular thing to have a cat. Now, well, is, that, is that because like, if they had a cat on board and they went from one country to another, you didn't have to worry about the vermin being passed from one area to another because the cats would kill them? Well, the, sure. The cats kept the, kept the rats down. You know, rats are around water, and they'll climb the ropes to get onto a, a ship. But a cat would keep that uh, from happening. And they were great company, of course. We all know cats are terrific to have around anyway. Well, if you've got a question for Peg Silloway, she's the author of the book called A Cat Lover's Book of Days, A Year of Cat History, Lore, and Laughter. This is a beautiful book, actually. It's a really cool cover. I like all the cats on the cover of it. And um, it's a hard copy, which is really nice as well. And we're going to give away two or three copies, compliments of Peg and, of course, your publishing company. Uh, the Cat Lover's Book of Days put out by, um, is it Mixed Sources? No. <laughs> actually, it's Ursa, U-R-S-A Ursa. Books. As in Ursa Major, the, the constellation. Ursa. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to order this book, can they find it online? They can indeed. They can find it in two places at the web page for the book, which is catbookofdays.com. Pretty straightforward. And it is also available on Amazon.com. So Amazon.com, and it's put out by Ursa Publishing? Yes, which is, course... is, an, is an imprint of the Silhouette Press, which is... Okay, now I see it. Here it is. URSA. U-R-S-A Books. Correct. Sounds good. URSABooks.com. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the, cat, the book itself, the most direct route, is to catbookofdays.com. And if someone wants an autographed copy, that's how you can get it. You can even have it gift wrapped. Sounds good. On the cover of the book, you've got a, a, a variety of cats, actually. And I, I must say, out of all the ones that are on here, I think I've fallen in love with the one... In the upper left-hand corner. <laughs> you're, you're a sucker for Siamese, huh? Just dreamy. Isn't it wonderful? The eyes, I mean, the blue eyes for one, the expression on the cat's face. You know, first of all, I want to ask you, some people may say when, you, when you've written this book, and it's all about days, First, why did you write it in, like, you've got, like, January 18th, January 19th, January 20th. It goes on and on for the whole year, but why that way? It's really... Um, an offshoot of something that I've always enjoyed the thought of, which is a book of hours, which 
during medieval times, people carried them around to have them give them great thoughts and meditations, and unfortunately only the wealthy had them because they were beautifully uh, illuminated and, and had marvelous paintings in them. But I've always liked the idea of a book that would be permanent rather than a calendar year for the year 2010 or whatever. This is the book that's for any year. It has 366 days, so that February 29th is in there too. And it's on every page of, of the year. There's um, information that cat lovers will enjoy. There are photographs, there are quotations, there's bits of history, famous people, famous cats, books that I enjoy. Um, you name it, there's a little bit of everything. And my hope was that people would find things they didn't know about cats. You know, it's interesting because there is a lot of stuff in here that you wouldn't know. There's, there's a lot of facts, a lot of trivia that you can get into. There's some great photography of some of these cats. And, you know, when I had mentioned mixed sources, isn't that what who wrote it? I mean, the paper, it's, it's, it's printed on this paper, so this book is actually green, isn't it? It is, yeah. That was one of the things that I also was important to me was um, environmental consciousness is important. We need to protect the earth and for the animals as well as ourselves. And so I chose to have it printed on paper that is forest. Stewardship Council certified, which means it comes from renewable sources, and it does contain contain some post-consumer waste, and so it it is a green book, as it were, even though it's basically gold. And again, they can find it in bookstores. They can find it online. You can check out ursabooks.com, and um, we're going to give away actually for the fifth call that comes in right now at. 866-606-8255. If you have a question, that's great for Peg Silloway. If not, f number five call that comes into Tony Leg, our producer, we're going to send you out a complimentary copy of the book, and it's by Peg Silloway, The Cat Lover's Book of Days, A Year of Cat History, Lore, and Laughter. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. And, John, as always, we have posted the links to that. You can find it on our Facebook and our Twitter as well. Sounds good. Um, you dedicated this book to whom? <laughs> I dedicated it to my husband, who is um, a cat lover, and he's my best friend. And he is the personal person of one of our two cats, Pipsqueak. Um, we met somewhat later in life than is traditional, and I already had Kira and Pipsqueak as uh, my resident cats. And Kira was a cat who could be picked up and cuddled and so forth, but Pipsqueak, she did not want to be picked up. She just wouldn't have it. And uh, Phil walked in, and he didn't know that she couldn't be picked up, so he did. And she settled down and started purring, and he was her person and, and mine, too. What are some of the... Uh, you mentioned a lot of different names of cats in this book. I mean, can you pick maybe five names that you think are the most bizarre that you've ever heard? <laughs> I, I think my favorite is... Um, the name of a cat that belongs to a an, um, video post-production company up in Oregon. <clears throat> they adopted a stray, came into the, actually into the home of one of the owners, and they, he brought him to the studio, and they had a naming contest. What do we call this cat? And the studio's name is Rex, as in that's the full company name. So one of their clients, one of their uh, PR clients, came up with a wonderful name, Eddie Puss Rex, which... You know, for those of us who like plays on words as a winner. Um, I was actually looking through the book a while ago and found another one which I love. Plays on words are fun. Claudia Aral. 
is the name of a cat. She's named for a classical pianist. She is Claude, and she says, Ow! <laughs> so those, that's a couple of them. I love combination names like Barnes & Noble and Cagney and & Lacey and Funk and & Wagnalls and Yin and & Yang. And, do, you and think, do you think when people go so extreme with a cat name that they actually the cats are going to respond to... You know, hi, uh, Garden of Eden from Arizona or something. I mean, you know, if, you, if you've got this long paragraph or this long sentence name, are cats going to... Because dogs only seem to pick up on one-syllable names for the best part. Uh, what about cats? I mean, my cats my cats are named, I think, Betty White, a good friend of mine, helped me name mine. And I, I went on the earth signs of, you know, rain and snow. And they know their names quite well. Matter of fact, my parrots even know their names. <laughs> but if it was like, hey, rainy day on Tampa Bay, I think they would be a little confused. But, um, or not care. Yeah, not exactly. Care. Like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> Peg, hold on for a second. We've got to take a little sure. break. When we come back, we'll continue on with Peg Siloway. She's the author of The Cat Lover's Book of Days, A Year of Cat History, Lore, and Laughter. Number five, call to come in at 866-606-TALK. The book is yours, 866-606-8255. This is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. This valuable information comes from your pet. There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsaddlife.org. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guess you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And I'm Dr. Suzanne Topher. From Livingston Animal and Avian Hospital out of Tampa Bay, Florida. We welcome your calls and questions at 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. We're speaking with Peg Silloway. She's the author of the book called The Cat Lover's Book of Days. A Year of Cat History, Lore, and Laughter. By the way, gang, you can uh, watch us live on the webcam if you wish to. You can uh, click onto our website, TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, and uh, click on the dog watching TV, and you can watch us. And you can chat with us on there as well. So uh, check it out. That's TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. By the way, 
the number five caller. Uh, the book is going out to Mark in Gadsden, Tennessee. Uh, and Mark, by the way, I hear that you are a you and your wife are actually cat rescuers. So thank you for that. Uh, so enjoy the book. There's a lot of great information in here. That's Mark in Gadsden, Tennessee. Peg, I had just a quick question because I find uh-huh. this book really amazing. And how long did it take you to compile all this information? Because this is a lot of research. Or have you just always liked this stuff and sort of collected it all along? I, I think you've got it both ways, and you're right. I am one of those people who collects little bits of information. I have files full of clippings and snips and snaps and computer files and physical files. And so, yes, I've been collecting it for years, partly because I just love cats. But in the past year, I really started concentrating on putting the book together. And so it was for about three-quarters of 2009 I worked on it so that it was done by the end of the year. So it was kind of a seed that just grew for you. Yeah, it it really took flight in um, April when I posted a query on an, an online source and asked for unusual cat names. And I was deluged. Within 24 hours, I had over 200 responses and over 600 cat names. Wow. And people <laughs> sent me their cats' names and their stories and their photographs. That's why in the book where you see a, a photograph of a cat that has a name under it, that is that cat. And That's that, cool. That's neat, yeah. yeah. And so, um, yes, it, it took a lot of time, but it, as you know, and when you're doing something you enjoy, um, you get lost in it. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it would be fun. I mean, it looks it like was. it was fun to do. Yeah. Well, I learned a lot as I was doing it. I found out things I never knew before. So that was that was fun, too. How many cats do you have at home? I have only two. So do I. And they are the two on the cover on the right-hand side. The upside-down one is Kira. And the one in the bottom, looking like she wishes you would leave her alone, is Pipsqueak. You know, it's, I, I hate to bring this subject into, into light, but um, I was actually driving this afternoon um, down this highway section, um, kind of not a major highway, but still a busy road. And when I look at your cat at the bottom picture here on the cover of your book, The Cat Lover's Book of Days, um, on the side, well, not even on the side of the highway, but on the highway, there was a cat that was killed. Oh. And reminds me, actually, of this cat. But I just wanted to bring that up because of the premise. It really is something that I think needs, for cat lovers, people need to realize that they don't need to let their cats go outside. Um, they, you know, they can stay inside where they don't have to worry about cars or dogs or kids or anything like that. And... You know, it's something that I'm very passionate about because, honestly, I, I'm so tired of actually seeing, you know, our pets on the sides of highways or roads. I, I know exactly what you mean, and I feel the same way. Our two cats are strictly indoor, and um, and they're they do great, and they're yeah, exactly. happy, I mean, and they're they play, and they well, Pipsqueak tends to sleep and eat mostly these days, but you know, they're they're fine and they're healthy. And um, I expect that they will live long lives. I, mean, yeah, I feel like I never have to worry about them. But exactly. it's just something I had to state because I just saw it on the way to the show. And it was just disheartening for me because, I, you know, right away when I saw it, I wanted to pull over. But, of course, you know, th- there was no helping the cat at that point. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing was is that I thought about my own cats. And when I got home, I was like, boy, you're so safe and secure in here. <laughs> and, and not all cats have that. No, they don't. And it's um, – I, I wish – Obviously, I wish they did. I wish every animal that needed it had a 
a warm, safe home. Um, but that, um, you know, that is actually something that part of I'm trying to do my little bit for part of the the sales of this book. I do con- contribute to um, PetSmart charities and other organizations that try to help find homes for cats or support the efforts of local organizations that do that. Peg, don't go away. We're speaking with Peg Silloway. She's the author of The Cat Lover's Book of Days, A Year of Cat History, Lore, and Laughter. If you'd like to get a complimentary copy of the book, be uh, the number uh, three call it or come into Tony Leg, our producer, at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255, and the book is yours. I'm John Patch. And I'm Dr. Sue Toper. 866-606-8255. Number three caller gets a complimentary copy of the book. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Bloomington, Illinois, the Illinois Fish and Feather Expo, now in its seventh year, is expected to draw a record number of vendors this year, even as other outdoor shows struggle. Now, about 120 vendors are slated for the show at the Interstate Center in Bloomington. About 5,000 visitors are expected. You know, Dr. Sue, I mean, you're seeing actually with the economy being so bad and everybody mm-hmm. worried about jobs and money and so on and so forth, but the pet industry seems to still be booming for the most part. And is that because we just, you know, we have to take care of our pets, we love our pets, and we, we do direct our kids? I think so. I do think people have had to make adjustments in some cases, John, absolutely. I, I see people that maybe have to, if somebody's lost a job, maybe put off some routine care a little bit longer. I have not seen anybody not bring them in if they're sick. But sometimes they have to make some choices. But nevertheless, I think when we kind of go back to hearth and home and what's important to us, pets are important to us. And people will make an effort to still keep that in their lives if they can. In Green River, Wyoming, biologists with the state game and fish department said cameras have recorded thousands of big game animals using underpasses beneath U.S. Highway 30 near Kemmerer. The number of vehicle animal collisions has dropped as a result, officials said. The state built six deer underpasses in 2008 to aid migration. I think that's awesome. I mean, I love the fact that they built these like little tunnels underneath the roadways so that wildlife can actually go you know, underneath the roads rather than trying to get across them. Right. Well, the big thing is, though, depending on how big the tunnel is, what happens if all of a sudden you're going through and there's maybe Bambi going on one end and there's a coyote on the other? Well, <laughs> Both trying to share the tunnel. <laughs> The coyotes could potentially figure that out, John. But, you know, we've impacted their environment so much, and to give them that option, the animals are smart. They figure this stuff out. One coyote to the other. Look, Freddy, see this little hole right here? (laughs) This is takeout dinner every night. (laughs) Just wait for them to come through. You're so bad. But it's true. You know, animals do get in the habit of using, like, a route that they want to use. I mean, you know, deer do that all the time. They stay on their own path, and then they follow that all the time. So they find this tunnel that's safe away from those big cars. and But the other prey, they they soon learn. So, But it's a good thing, and I love those tunnels. I think that's a great thing. You need to see more of them around the highways. Give us a call. The number is 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. I'm John Patch. And I'm Dr. Sue Topper. We're speaking with Peg Silloway. She's the author of the book called The Cat Lover's Book of Days, A Year of Cat History, Lore, and Laughter. The number is 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. I said cat, you better come on home. Oh, cat, you better come on home. 
There's dogs in the dark waiting to attack. Cat hawks looking for a late night snack. So cat, oh cat, you better come home. My cat, she turned and she tossed her head. I may or may not come, she said. I'm a cat who's deeply dissatisfied. I let you know when I decide. I said, cat, you better come home now. Oh, cat, you better shag it on in here, I say. I'll close this door and I'll lock this bolt. You can spend the night in the snow and the cold. So, cat, oh, cat, you better come on home. And you're listening to Talking Pets. We're speaking with the author of the Cat Lover's Book of Days, Peg Silloway. A year of cat history, lore, and laughter. There's a lot of great information and fun stories and all in this book. If you want to check it out, uh, please, please do. Or give us a call, of course, if you've got a question. The Cat Lover's Book of Days, 866-606-TALK is the number. 866-606-8255. And for the person that calls in and is number three caller to Tony Leg, we're going to send you out a complimentary copy of the book from Peg herself. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Peg, in your opinion, mm-hmm. why would you say that a person would, you know, if they're, if, if they're struggling on the fact of like, wow, should I, should I adopt a dog or should I adopt a cat? In your opinion, why do you think a lot of people lean towards being a cat mommy or daddy? Oh, that, that's one of those, give me your top tens and I can give you 25 probably. <laughs> um, for me, the favorite thing I have in having cats is, uh, let me rephrase that, hosting cats. You don't own cats, you know. Mm-hmm. You are their Guardians. host. And um, it is the, the warmth and companionship of a creature who is completely honest, you know what they think. If they don't like you, they you know that. And if they don't, or if you've done something to offend them, you know that. They are um, clean. I don't have to go out in a night like this when I'm looking at five inches of fresh snow and it's 20 degrees. Um, it's very hard to summarize a lifetime of loving cats in, in a couple of phrases. But um, when I was living alone, the biggest thing for me was to have a warm, living presence in the house when I came home in the evening. It just makes a big difference in your life, in the, the stress reliever. I, one of the quotes in the book has, I'll rephrase it, that you cannot be stressed when you're petting a cat. There is nothing quite as calming as a warm, purring cat in your lap. Um, you know, it's amazing. I'll because, go on and on if you don't stop me. <laughs> no, it's, it's amazing because, like, you know, when people have, you know, certain traumas in their lives and, you know, the loss of a loved one or, um, for instance, you know, I, I, was in, I had surgery a while back and came back home and I was, you know, it was a tough time. Mm-hmm. Those, my cats were always around me. They knew uh, that I wasn't feeling well and they would just automatically jump up on my lap or lay down with me. Mm-hmm. Whereas other times when you're happy and you're feeling good and life seems to be going in the right direction, they kind of do their own thing. Right. The cats are intuitive. I've seen that many times. If you're not well or if, if something has happened in your life that's made you very sad, you'll find a cat on, you know, if you have two, they'll be on either side of you, sort of just being there. And. You know, I I don't know, Sue. Do you see that as well? Or has that been your experience? I've, I've oh, absolutely, yeah, all the time. I mean, I have people tell me that all the time, and sometimes they're amazed, and sometimes they're not. They just know that that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. 
Peg, don't go away. We'll be right back. By the way, number three caller was Russell Ray in, oh, um, actually, La Mesa, California. And, by the way, my producer's telling me, Peg, he sends his best. <laughs> Russell's a great guy. That's Russell in La Mesa, California. is getting a copy of the book, The Cat Lover's Book of Days, A Year of Cat History, Lore, and Laughter. You can find it in line, you, online. You can find it in your bookstores. When we come back, uh, Peg, I want to ask you about, you know, you, we talked about dates that this book is put in. July 5th. I just find when I was turning pages, I find that picture a little fascinating. I'd like to know the background of it when we return. Okay. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Suzanne Topher. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition. This is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Sue Topher. From Livingston Animal and Avian Hospital out of Tampa Bay, Florida. We want to talk with you coast to coast all across the country. If you've got a cat question, pick up the phone and give us a call, of course. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. But we'll put Tony to work. So the uh, number sixth caller that comes in right now, compliments of Peg Silloway, we're going to send out one of her books. This is the last one we'll send out in this hour, The Cat Lover's Book of Days. It's a great book, hard copy. You can find it in your bookstores. You can find it online, of course. But uh, Peg Silloway is the author, and the title is The Cat Lover's Book of Days. As I asked you about July 5th, um, I was just intrigued when I was like flipping through pages. And there's so many great pictures of cats in this book, but this one just kind of 
I don't know. For some reason, that picture grabbed me. And for people who don't have this book in their hand right now, can you give us a synopsis of what that picture is and what it means? Sure. Uh, July 5th is has a picture of a Norse goddess, Freya. Um, and it actually looks like a woodcut to me from a long time ago. And at her feet, she has a chariot, and at her feet are two cats. And in Norse mythology, Freya was a goddess of love and beauty, and she always rode in a chariot that was pulled by two cats. Now, the picture that you're looking at there has house cat-sized cats. I would assume that they either had magic powers or they were somewhat larger cats in reality to all that uh, chariot around. I was going to say, these little guys are very they, strong cats they, they, pulling they, that chariot. They have enormous powers in those little cats there. She looks like a pretty big woman, too. I, well, <laughs> you know, she's a, a Norse goddess, and you, if you're going to be a goddess, you need to have some substance to you. So, um, I, They say, and part of the mythology is that um, either Norwegian forest cats, which would make sense if she was a Norse goddess to have Norwegian forest cats draw her carriage, and they are larger cats. You know, they're more on the size of a Maine Coon. But they're still, I don't think they could draw a chariot with, looks like wooden wheels and dragon heads and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, it just it stood out to me, so I found it to be yeah. fascinating. So I recommend when people get your book just to take a look at it because it's just... Yeah, that, that was the idea. I tried to put in stuff that people say, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, or, it's, it's very fascinating. And I found two things in here just leafing through right off the bat peg and mm-hmm. and there are a series of books that I have actually read. The Sneaky Pie Brown mystery series. I have read every one of those books. Have you really? <laughs> I love those books. And then of course there is the um Lillian Jackson Braun series, which I think I've read almost all of them. There's probably quite a few more. But yeah. Sneaky Pie Brown and Mrs. Murphy, if nobody's read that, I mean have you actually read those books because they're so cool? I have read well I have to tell you, mysteries are one of my favorite relaxation reading things. And, of course, if you combine cats and mysteries, which many people do, that's what could be more fun. Um, I'm actually in the middle now of the Lillian Jackson Braun series of The Cat Who. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm particularly fond of Siamese cats, even though my current friends are not Siamese. And her two, Coco and Yum Yum, are just delightful. Um, But the, the Sneaky Pie Brown and Mrs. Murphy... And uh, there, there are a number of series that focus on cats. And yeah, they, the cool just thing is fun. the cats. The cats always solve the mystery first and know what's going on, and it's the obtuse humans that don't get it. You know, until <laughs> yeah, it, well, <laughs> until they're they, shown. <laughs> they do their best to train us and communicate, but they don't always succeed. I think it's that way in real life. I really do. <laughs> you know, September first, I'm looking. A Mercedes Milberry named one of her cats Patches. Mm-hmm. Smart woman. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's the, the photog- I wonder if it's an ugly kitty. No. <laughs> Have you seen me? I mean, the cat. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much thing. I mean, you can really get enthralled with this book because you know there's so many fascinating stories in here, and it just tells so much. And just the photography of, about it, and, and the trivia just involved, and you know, all about cats and histories of people with cats and the different names. It really is a fascinating book. Again, how long did you say it took you to write this? Uh, the the writing was took most of on and off during the year because, of course, I was doing other things as well. And putting it together in book form took several months. Um, but I, you know, I've been collecting stuff like this, and I'm 
I'm one of those people who can get lost on the Internet, and when I start doing research and come up with something, it takes me someplace else. And if you start researching cats, I mean, you're, you're just going to have be buried in information. And the, the hardest part really was choosing what to not put in right. because I mean, there's look so at much August out there. August 31st, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, Peg, but August there's 31st? a um, study of cat movements and positions yes. by Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, look how far back somebody yes. was observing cats. There's, there is, and I love the connection to art because cats are, they're very um, wonderful to watch, and artists enjoy seeing different movements and shapes and forms, and you can see how Leonardo was entranced by cats. All I want to say is that whoever gets this book, when you go out to your bookstore or online and get it, the Cat Lover's Book of Days, check out August 29th. That picture in itself just is worth a thousand words. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> the is face it? on this cat, I mean, it looks like it looks like something out of Abbott and Costello. Or something. <laughs> I don't, I, you know. Well, I, I think Scottish folds always have a little bit of that silly look to them. I, I don't think they can help it. But oh, this... silly's not the word. It's like, oh, please take me home. Feed me. <laughs> give me a mouse. You know, give me something. It's the, the little bit of tongue sticking out there helps, doesn't oh, it? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, congratulations, by the way, to James out in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. He was our sixth caller to come in, so he's getting a complimentary copy of the book, The Cat Lover's Book of Days. It's a year of cat history, lore, and laughter, and there and you will definitely get a lot of chuckles out of this book. So there's a lot of great photography and a lot of great information into it. Do you have anything else in the future coming, Peg? Well, I, I always seem to have a number of projects. Actually, the, the Book of Days concept is one that I haven't, I'm not ready to give up yet. And so I'm I'm looking at other possible topics. Um, I f- frankly have enough information on cats, and people keep sending me things that there may be another one of those in the future. Um, I've had a request to do one on dogs, and um, so I'm I'm keeping that open. I have a couple of mysteries, as I said, I love mysteries. I tried writing them a couple of years ago and decided that wasn't maybe the best thing, but I can try it again. I might try to write one with a cat in it this time. Well, next time you're writing the book, don't forget about mine, Rain and Snow. Rain, Peg, I love those names. They're great. Don't go away, Peg. We'll be right back. We're continuing okay. on with Peg Silloway, the author of The Cat Lover's Book of Days, A Year of Cat History, Lore, and Laughter. I'm Patch. I'm Dr. Sue Toper. Pick up the phone. Give us a call, 866-606-8255. Congratulations, James in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. You're absolutely going to love this book. This is Talking Pets. Talk and Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. (laughs) 
Aquariums and pond keeping are among the most popular of all hobbies in the United States and throughout the world. In fact, fish are probably the most numerous pet in people's homes and in their businesses. In Aquarium Mania, we'll learn more about the secret and not-so-secret life of fish and other inhabitants, the basics of good aquarium keeping, the complexities of the aquarium industry, and the science and art that surround this fascinating hobby. I'm your host, Roy Anong, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. Aquarium Mania. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com in the living room on your sofa. Yeah, that would be about right. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And Dr. Sue Topper. They are like little lions, you know? Little tigers. Yep. Little panthers, which is fascinating. There's no reason to go out and get these exotic animals, like our friend Tippy says. Do not have an exotic animal in your living room. A cat will suffice, and they need a good home. There's a lot of them in our shelters. Go adopt one. So, um... I want to say before we say goodbye, Peg Silloway, author, of oh. course, of a great book. It's called The Cat Lover's Book of Days. You can find it online. You can find it in bookstores. You know, I came home today, and I got a special project that I'm involved in. When I walked in my front door, my cat had left a little uh, stuffed mouse right in the doorway. <laughs> so it's like, Daddy, welcome home. It's fascinating how they know different things. And, um, you know, we love them more than life itself. But... But, you know, before we say goodbye, I just had to bring December 27th into the picture here. December 27th. That cat sitting on the keyboard of the computer, <laughs> would you really want to put your hands there? <laughs> well, you know that everything in the house belongs to the cat. And so that if you want to use it, you sort of have to ask permission, particularly if they are warming it at the time with their presence. He's just sitting there going, I dare you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He does kind of have that that look, doesn't he? Uh huh. It's, it's precious, <laughs> but a little threatening. <laughs> but well, you know that that's give me some good scratches on my head, maybe a, a treat or two, and I'll I'll let you maybe work on this thing. You don't give me my treat today. I pee on your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> that has been known to happen. It has. Oh yeah. <laughs> Peg, great pleasure, and congratulations on a wonderful book, and uh, thanks so much for joining us here on Talking Pets. Thank you, John. It has been a delight. It's been, it's really been a pleasure, and this is a beautiful book. A lot of fun information. There's some great you know history in here, and lore, of course, and, and great laughter, and some wonderful photography. The Cat Lover's Book of Days by Peg Silloway. Thanks, Peg, and uh, you know we look forward to having you on again. Thanks so much, John. Thanks so. That's Peg Silloway, the author of the book. It's The Cat Lover's Book of Days. I'm John Patch. And I'm Dr. Sue Toper. How many cats do you have at home now? I have three at home currently and four at the office. Four at the, at the clinic? Yes. So that's that's cool. Do you, do you have a blood donor, too, at the, at the clinic? 
Well, really, no, John. Truthfully, I, I have to say I have not had to actually do a blood transfusion on a cat in a while. Really? Largely because... I really feel like people are taking better care of them and bringing them in before that becomes an issue. And we have a, a referral center in the area that keeps blood and plasma on hand, so we don't need to do that. I don't we think just, people think about that. You know, like yeah. when they have a problem with their cat, like where's the blood come from? Just like right. with humans, you know, that you know, hospitals have it on hand now. Veterinarians have yeah, it on years hand. Years ago when I first started in veterinary medicine, we used it more, but now we don't have the same need, it seems, at least in my practice. Well, once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Sue Topher. I'm Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Uh, whatever, you just pulled that one out of your hat. <laughs> and uh, special thanks to Tony Leg, our producer there, and uh, also to Peg Silloway, the author of A Cat Lover's Book of Days. Spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population. We'll talk to you again very soon, and thanks for joining us here in this hour of Talking Pets. Same pet time, same pet channel, your favorite radio station. This is Talking Pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.